Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. It's Exhibitor Success Story time. Let's do it. I just love these episodes, <laughs> and you're going to be grateful you're here on campus this time with me at Trade Show University. It's Jim Sturmack, your host, and I am so pleased to have a major show success story. And this is someone I'm very, very proud. He's a, a longtime listener of, of Trade Show University, a great student. His name is Steve Waddell from Nassoni. He's going to share with you the things that he did at a major show with 70,000 attendees. This is something you do not want to miss. Get ready to take some notes too because he's got some amazing things that he did that you're going to want to incorporate into your next event. And before we dive into our interview, I want to share a tip with you for this week. I'll share a quick tip and this is something that comes right out of my newsletter, my weekly newsletter. And this is my pro tip number 133. So if you're not part of the email newsletter, you've already missed 133 tips and there's plenty more coming. But this tip is to stay in the host hotel. You know, larger shows that are multiple days typically have a host hotel. This They might have a registration in this hotel. It's typically the close to the event or maybe the event is being held in the hotel and they usually offer a special room rate. And because of this, a lot of attendees and exhibitors stay there or want to stay there. However, it can be expensive. This is typically a little higher-end hotel. Those on a budget might want to look for less expensive accommodations, but this can be a big mistake. You know, With all the buzz and the activity at the host hotel, there are constant networking opportunities. Just by walking through the lobby or being on an elevator, because people are typically wearing their name badges. So you know they're with the show, they're from the industry. It's a great way to interact, great way to just strike up a conversation. And if you're not at that sh that hotel, you'd be missing out on opportunities. Plus, you could be spending extra time just getting to and from the show because your hotel is a little further away. You have to walk or might have the extra expense of getting an Uber or driving over to it. So stay at the host hotel. That's just one of the tips that comes every single week in your inbox when I drop the weekly email newsletter. And all you have to do is sign up. It's absolutely free. Go over to tradeshowu.biz. Right there on the homepage, just drop your email address. You'll sign up, be registered, and you'll start getting them right away. And you'll also get a free gift. Go over to the website to see what that gift is. Absolutely free to you. It's going to help you out. So, now let's go over and talk with Steve Waddell and hear his success story. Welcome back, everybody. This is going to be 
really a powerful episode for anyone who is exhibiting at shows, is wondering if they should be exhibiting at shows, and for you show planners, some uh, tips and advice to make your shows even better. This is a success story. This is a post big show success story. Really, really proud to have on Steve Waddell. Steve is the president and CEO of Nessoni. Steve's desire to make a bigger impact on people's lives as well as the environment led him to develop an innovative bathroom faucet that saves water while improving functionality. It's an amazing product, and his mission is, is creating something that's better for you and better for the planet. Steve, welcome to Trade Show University. It's an honor to have you on. Jim, the honor's all mine. I'm honored to be here and post, post event, right? I mean, we've talked yes. beforehand. And so it's really great to be in the position now where we are, where we had a very successful event. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone out there, Steve and I have talked quite a bit leading up to the event and saw all the things that he was doing and knew that he was just going to crush it. At least that was, that was our hope that he was going to crush at this event. And well, we're going to, we're about to find out, you know, some of the things that, that happened at the event. So tell us about which event you went to and about how big was that? Was that? Okay, sure. Yeah. We went to the kitchen and bath industry show, which is held every year. It was alternating between Las Vegas and Orlando. This year it's Orlando and it's held in conjunction with the international builder show. So you can imagine when you combine those two events and you hold it in the Orlando Convention Center, South and West Halls, each hall is more than a million square feet. You're talking a massive amount of people. Now, we're in a COVID world, right? Or almost post-COVID world. So there was a lot of apprehension as to how big it would be in terms of turnout. Sure. And, and before the show, I had heard a couple of big names dropped out. Samsung was one. Delta was another. Oh. So as us, as a small company trying to have a booth, you know, we get concerned about it, right? but the results were fantastic. They expected, they were hoping for 50,000 people showing up. Okay. They had 70,000, 70,000 wow. people. <laughs> wow. So obviously, and that's, and that is always the biggest concern because you have all these booths already sold. You have all that, but who's going to show up? 70,000 people showed up. That's amazing. Just amazing. So you did a ton of planning. For this show you uncovered every <laughs> turned over every rock you you went down every path and uh, you are just an amazing student you're also a certified project management professional a pmp for all those uh, who know what that means out there with your you, you have years of project management experience how was that helpful in planning for this event well you know it, it helped me in a lot of ways in terms of making sure i had things planned out pre-event during the event and after the event. So I, you know, one of the things I like to do when I'm planning for something very important for the company, I like to be a student and go out and find a podcast where I can learn about the topic and get as in-depth on the most recent things as I can. And of course that led me to Trade Show University. <laughs> and I was listening to your podcast. In fact, one day I'm waiting on Costco to open. And I, and I hear you say, well, here's your contact info, contact me if you have any questions. So I called you, left you a voicemail on Sunday morning. I remember <laughs> that. That. <laughs> that actually is what led us to working together. But I listened to all of your podcasts and that, that got me into planning mode, right? And thinking about all the things I needed to lay out to make sure we didn't have any risks occur during the show or, you know, even beforehand and getting in and so forth. And it also gave me some new ideas, you know, in doing things like, coming up with different, how do I get, how do I attract people to the booth, right? 
Yeah. And so you had an episode on magic and, and Scott Tokar, I think was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Scott. And I went to his website. I watched him do magic shows, you know, and, and that led me to thinking, man, what could I do, you know, for Nixoni as a magic show? You know, we make the world's first fountain faucet. And so I'm thinking, what, what could I do maybe in relation to water? Right. So I actually found a magic trick on water and how to make water disappear. And I actually used that at the show. And it was a big hit, really big hit. And oh, that was a lot is. of fun. Then you had another guy you interviewed on your um, podcast. And, and it was all about tchotchkes. And, you know, what are the giveaways you yeah. might want to have at your booth? So as I planned for hours, I got to think, you know, what could we do that's different that would relate to what we're doing? I've seen people give away pencils and things like that. But I don't find them something that people really hang on to as much. I wanted something people would really keep and have around. So the idea I came up with for that is this two minute dental sand timer. It's a little hourglass and it times just two minutes. So you think, what's the relationship with that and a faucet? Well, think about this. When you brush your teeth, the American Dental Association recommends you brush for two minutes. And right now, one third of Americans leave their water running when they brush. If you use our fountain feature in fountain mode, you'll save as much as 88% over a normal bathroom faucet when you brush. So we give away these dental sand timers as a reminder for that and as a way for parents to teach their kids about saving water. And it's got our logo on it, by the way. And so anybody that has these puts them in their bathroom, they're going to be reminded and they sell it and, and they'll have it around. You can even use it for board games if you don't have kids, lots of ways. We just thought it was a cool giveaway and it turned out to be very popular. <laughs> Fantastic. And the one theme that I want everyone to be taken away from everything that Steve said so far is be different be different because like like you said you know how many pens do we get at a trade show and pens are great but if they don't work <laughs> then it's going in the trash along with your logo or it goes into the drawer or it you know just doesn't get used so something that is unique something that's different you got the magic trick that's drawn people in and you have you have a very unique giveaway just fantastic so, so the other thing, Jim, that we did is one of our board members on my board came up with an idea and said, why don't we have, instead of a normal flyer, you know, why don't we have a flyer in the shape of a faucet? And I thought, hey, how would that work? You know, I, I'd never considered, you know, cutting out a flyer instead of eight and a half by 11, because in my, my background, they've always been eight and a half by 11. Sure. Yeah. And, and I researched it and I realized there's something called die cut flyers. And what that means is they make a flyer in a shape of something. And they cut it out like a cookie cutter. They punch them out and then you have a design on, on both sides. And so I thought maybe we could do that. So I created a design of our faucet. And on one side, it has our faucet and a logo. And you can actually hold this at your bathroom sink because it's actual size and oh. see what our faucet might look like oh, in nice. your bathroom. And then on the back side, we have, you know, save water and a QR code and, and some steps on how the faucet benefits people and so forth. And then I went to get pricing for this. And for 5,000 of them locally from printers locally, you know, it's going to be around 2,500 bucks. That's a lot of money. Oh, so yeah. I started, re and we, by the way, Nasoni wants to practice what we call sustainable luxury, which means our supply chain needs to also have sustainable practices. And fortunately, I found an environmentally friendly printer in Texas called EnvironPrint, and they did not die cut, but laser cut. So they actually cut these with a laser. And it's much more cost effective than having to stamp them out. And wow. I got 5,000 of these for 550 bucks. 
Whoa. <laughs> wow. Massive cost savings. The company, I'll say it again, is Environment Print. They're a small business. I like to support them just because they helped us and they do fantastic work. People love these at the, at the conference as well. They're smaller, a little easier to carry around. But that was unique too, you know. Who nobody else had die cut flyers or, you know, if you will, uh laser cut flyers they were giving out like we did. That's amazing. Once again, showing the difference. So not it's not just a flyer. Not not only does it show the product, not only does it have a QR code that'll take them to more information, not only does it have some tips on and some of the inf- unique benefits of the faucet on it, like all flyers do, but now it's laser cut. And it's the size of the faucet. So the person can go back home, kind of measure it, put it in their bathroom. What would this thing look like in our bathroom? <laughs> so it's functional as well as informative. So just outstanding. I just, I love that idea. When you first showed that to me, I'm like, wow, that's going to, uh, that's going to stand out amongst a, a sea of eight and a half by 11 flyers. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. It goes back to trying to, again, watch shows like yours and podcasts like yours and learn all the different ideas. And then how do you apply them to yourself and your business? So now you also found out doing research ahead of time about uh, some competition, some judging that were, was happening at the show. So tell us a little bit about what you did there. Yeah, they had the, uh, what's called the best of K-Biz kitchen and bath industry show competition. And we entered that, of course, there's a cost to, to enter and they actually, uh, of all the 1,200 plus vendors, they down selected to the 32 that would be in the competition. So we entered our single, what I call our single post fountain faucet, which I'm showing you here on the screen. And <laughs> it's really elegant. And we actually got a lot of good feedback. It was selected as one of the 32 finalists. So the neat thing about that is, even if you don't win, you can always say you're a finalist out of all the 1,200 plus vendors. Yeah. You know, and they give you signage at your booth. So now you've got signage showing best of KBiz finalists, and that alone makes you stand out as well. Now, to display this, I wanted to stand out. So I had a pedestal that I already had. I, I bought a turntable on Amazon, <laughs> and, and I had this case made where it sits, a display case sits on top of the pedestal, and the turntable would make it rotate. And I put LED lighting up underneath the top of the display case. So now it's lit up, it's rotating. And I also bought black velvet. Think about picture this in your mind, black velvet cloth that I I put around the base of it. And I I found diamonds that are about two inches big. They're glass diamonds. They're only $11.99, but they were (laughs) awesome looking. And I bought three of those. And we called this the crown jewel of our product line. Nice. And so coming up to the, coming up to the, your exhibit, your display, that's immediately beyond your, the, the products that you already had displayed, it immediately drew people's attention. Now your product, because it is a, it's a functional product, it's a faucet, but it also has the drinking fountain feature attached to it. That is something that is really, really unique. And so you had working faucets right there at your show, right there at the exhibit. Yeah, so, what, what was really neat about that, that we, we paid the Orange County Convention Center for running water to come to our booth. But then we also installed water, our water. We make a water filter as well that's NSF certified. And it's designed for the bathroom that goes in the vanity under your bathroom sink. So now, I mean, we call this point of use filtration. When, when cities and municipalities test your water, they test it at the source where the lake is or what have you. 
but you don't know what it is by the time it gets to you. Right. So, yep. so we, that's what we call this point of use filtration. But we, we installed these in our vanities and we had our running water. And guess what? We're actually able to drink our own water fountain at our booths, put our money where our mouth is, right? And demonstrate the product. I hope that people are taking notes. <laughs> I hope they're taking notes of some of the things that you could do. And it's really about taking that time to plan ahead of time. This stuff doesn't just happen when you get to the show. Hey, why don't we do this? No, this takes, especially in the case of Nasoni, you've got to work with that convention center. You've got to get running water coming to your, coming to your, your exhibit, which a lot of companies don't have to do. But obviously in a kitchen and bath show, that might be something that's a little more common than, than at, at other industry shows. But still, it takes the planning to say, what are we going to do with this? How do we stand out? How do we get people to, to really experience these faucets? Because you, you've got a uh, you've got a captive audience, and that's what everyone needs to understand. At a trade show, you have one chance. That person might be walking past your booth one time, and if you don't get them this time, you may not have the opportunity to get them again. One of the neat things about this, Jim, too, was we had a lady named Linda Kafka. She's one of the foremost export experts in Canada on aging and, our, and that sort of thing. She came up, and the cool thing about having our fountain faucets in operation she had a lady with her that videoed her demonstrating how you could use the faucet if you're like ADA compliant, Americans with Disabilities Act. So she would take her fist and operate the levers, show how she could rinse her face. And she did this while her friend shot video for their social media. Wow. There was a lot of benefit to having functional displays where people could actually demonstrate it. We had more than one people come up and shoot video for their social media accounts. And that was not planned by you. No. <laughs> wow. See, and, and that is doing it right. Doing it right. So you have the, the opportunity because those people there at the show, they're looking for those new products. They're looking for innovation. They're looking for what's next that'll better serve their audience. And if you're, if you're not prepared, you just have a static display. You just have uh, not running water. You could talk and show video of all the great things, but social media shows them using the product in action and allows uh, you to get even better opportunities, more, more coverage, more social press, just so many great things that came out of that because of your prior proper planning ahead of time. That's just, uh, that's just outstanding. Can you share a couple other opportunities that, that have uh, come out of it? Yeah, sure. We, we captured 660 plus, you know, and, and nice. if you think about this for, for us, the return on investment was tremendous. I know one of the questions I asked you, Jim, in planning for this was, you know, how do you, how do you assess the marketing value of a 10 by 10 booth? And then the extra five or eight grand, it might cost us to go up to 10 by 20. Mm-hmm to make a larger booth or use that money in marketing elsewhere, like advertising and social media. For us, getting the larger booth was definitely worth it. And it paid off in spades because our location was amazing where we were. And we were actually on an island. And so people could come up from all directions, but I hadn't prepared for that. We had a black curtain on the backside of our booth. And so I'm thinking now, now that we're on this island, instead of having booths behind us, I did not double print my um, booth backdrops, right? You got to print both sides if you're on an island. Yeah. So we had to do something quick. What can we do quick and cheap? If I reprint everything, it was going to be thousands of dollars. I went to Vistaprint and I printed an eight foot by 12 foot graphic and I hung it over top of the black curtain behind us. 
And it, it just turned out amazing. And, and we had people tell us that's actually, because it said, come see us on the other side, right? Nice. <laughs> Little tricks like that, you know, became good ways. In fact, I'll show you while we're talking, Jim. I know your listeners can't see this, but you'll get to describe it to them. You see the graphic now. Right, <laughs> we were the right. only ones that had done, that did this. Yeah. And again, this takes planning. It, it takes understanding where does, where's your booth located in the flow of the, of the show? How are people going to be walking? Are they going to be walking behind your booth? Are they going to see it? And so now you have the opportunity to either have a blank background or you have a background that actually says, hey, come to the other side of the booth and here's what you will see. You have that opportunity to brand yourself and to capture even more people that if they weren't, if that graphic wasn't there, they would just see a black curtain and they wouldn't know I need to get on the other. Oh, what's over there? What is going on? Just fantastic. The, the booth looks amazing. It has a lot of your products, some in use, some just out to see design your best of cave is uh, you know, Jim, one of the things you harped yeah. on in your, in your podcast was booth flow. Yes. And, and we spent a lot of time trying to figure that out making sure we had it laid out where it would flow well. And it, it flowed beautifully for us. And we had, you know, I didn't even think about it. My son, when we got there, we moved this table to underneath the TV. And so it allowed us to have more space for people to walk into our booth and yes. have that right booth flow. Thank you, Steve, for bringing that up, because that's something that most companies out there do not do a great job of is the booth flow. And that is how when people arrive at your booth, what do you want them to do? You don't want to, to leave it up to chance as they're going to come over here first or over there first. You want to direct them as to what is the information you want them to capture? What do you want them to experience? What do you want them to take away with them? So having that welcoming booth where people don't feel like they're on the outside, but they're part of the booth where they can walk in, they can experience and, and you are the, uh, the ringleader, the, uh, the concert master, as it were, having people coming into your booth walking through experiencing what you want them to experience and if you need need more tips on that go back to episode four on uh, creating your booth flow it's a great and you did it brilliantly thanks jims throughout the day on the hour we would have a, a water conservation magic show and we would tell people if you let us scan your badge and uh, you'll be entered into the drawing for a free fountain faucet but you got to be here at four o'clock to win Right. So what you're seeing now is all these people back at four o'clock at our booth. There's a lot of excitement and energy. Who's going to win the faucet? Who's going to win the water filter? You know, and it just made it a lot of fun. So Steve, you did a, did a fantastic job and that is a great way to, to, to do it, to get people to come back to your booth multiple times that if, can you do that? How do you do that? You know, most people, they go to a booth one time, but now you built something in that says, Hey, we're going to be giving away a faucet, but you got to be here. You got to be back here at four o'clock at uh, this day for the drawing. So give people a reason to come back another time and, and show them something different that time. Maybe you change things up that second time. It's uh, just great opportunities that you are, you took advantage of while you were there. We had, we just had a lot of fun with everybody that came up, you know, people would come up and want to demonstrate the faucet to their friends. Even little kids came up and used the faucet. You can see the lady here. I love and look it. at the guy behind her taking a picture of this happening. And he is actually a rep, a manufacturer representative. And he goes, I saw this kid using the faucet. I didn't see that anywhere else in the show because nobody has a fountain faucet. It's like if you know the book, The Purple Cow, right? You, 
it's it makes a it stands out and so we got a lot of attention on that outstanding and i know that you know from what you have told me there was great opportunities from from home builders that wanted and, and planned communities that that wanted to put these in all their units and just some other amazing opportunities that came from this that wouldn't have happened if you weren't there that's, you know, Jim, that's one. another thing i do i do want to share that i think your listeners would benefit from is as these people would come up and they would tell me their story and i would ask them what they thought about it how they might use it that sort of thing i said would you mind if i captured you saying that on camera and they would say not at all now the one mistake i made is i probably should have had a release form and have them sign it you know to yeah. be thorough right but everybody loved doing it i would have them stand in front of my backdrop and i would just hold up my iphone and they would talk about the product and how they would benefit from it and what they've thought about it and i captured dozens of testimonials like that and you know different people talked about putting it in different homes builders talked about it one guy said we like to see this in an rv we make motor homes and we think this would be great in an rv and you know you just get all those different use cases and then you can put it all together as a story and you can share it with investors and, and your investment team and others and it just becomes a powerful tool it's just a brilliant idea because it doesn't cost any more. You already have your cell phone on you. It's just a matter of asking someone in the moment when they're, they're having a positive reaction. Hey, can I capture this 30 seconds? And what the worst they're going to say is no, which is fine. If they say no, but you got dozens of people to say yes. Yeah. You got to see the video. I did. I got to see, uh, testimonial after testimonial people just glowing and smiling and talking about the opportunities and talking about the problems this solves and again it doesn't happen if you're not there it doesn't happen if you're not prepared it doesn't happen if you don't do all the things right you create that booth flow you you brought the right products you had working products you thought this through and you studied and you looked at the show map and you looked at who else was going to be there and you looked at the opportunities that the the show was giving you so for everyone listening make sure you reach out to your show or or really really Go through that prospectus with a fine-tooth comb and see what sponsorship opportunities are available. What judging competitions can I enter my product or service in or my booth in? What is available to me? And take advantage of that. You know, the, the exposure we got was tremendous, Jimmy. You had asked me that before. And including the lady that leads the effort to put on the show for the NKBA, she saw Nasoni. She studied us, researched us, introduced herself to us. And we're potentially now going to hire them as a marketing agency for Nasoni. Wow. Develop a working relationship. She has a lot of insight into this market. And she actually helped Lou Roll from House of Roll develop their faucets and until they were bought out by Fortune Brands. So the new relationships that have come out of this are very powerful. The opportunities are powerful. I can't say enough about how beneficial the show has been. But it wouldn't have been as successful if I hadn't found your podcast and, and listened to all the different podcasts you have done with all the different great speakers you've had. Wow. And I, <laughs> I did not pay him to say that, everybody. <laughs> but, I, but I'm grateful because that's the reason I do the podcast is to help companies like yours that are looking and... There are huge, huge companies that were also there at the show and they've got their 55 by 50 by 50 booth and they've got the staff of dozens of people there and they're spending tons of money and they have another show 
following up after that. But for you, this, you were all in on this show and you said, this is our opportunity and you did it right. And you had to make sure you did it right. So that I, I, I'm, a, I'm grateful that you found value out of, out of the podcast. Well, you know, that- I, I never would have thought of the, the magic show. And, and granted, yeah. I would have hired Scott Tokar. He is that good. He is oh, awesome. But we couldn't have afforded him, right, at our stage in, in our company. Yeah. Uh, so the idea for me to take away from your from him doing that and do it myself turned out fantastic. And I never would have thought of that ever in my life had it not been for your podcast. That's awesome. So, Scott, you have a new fan. <laughs> and as he grows, he may reach out to you. So, Steve, as we as we kind of uh, wrap up here, uh, what are some tips and takeaways you would like for the the audience to get from uh, today's discussion? Well, I guess one of them would be for the planners for events like this. You know, they did a fantastic job overall with the show. I, I loved it. And the one thing could have been better, though, you know, is like our parking passes. You know, we had to park and then go in and get our pass. Well, the park we had to pay. Oh. <laughs> And they, they mail the passes out in advance. And there were a few snafus getting the badges mailed out, stuff like that. But overall, it was fantastic. The tips, I would say, do your homework if you're going to have a booth yourself. You know, if, you've, if you're listening to this, you've already found Jim and his podcast. So I know you're learning already. But, you know, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts all the time on topics. I research the heck out of it because you learn so much. Again, I never would have found the magic show idea. And, and that was such a big hit for us. In fact, Right now, we're working on a grant proposal with the National Institute of Health I mentioned to you for a new type of faucet that benefits spinal cord injured patients. And I showed the Water Conservation Magic Show to Dr. Lisa Caperna and Dr. Anna Jang at ODU that are helping me with the grant. And they said, you got to teach us that so we can use it with our students. (laughs) (laughs) So Scott Tokar with the Magic Show is expanding me to go do this now for someone else too. (laughs) I love it. So study... Go binge on some episodes, everybody. I made it easy for you. Go to tradeshowu.biz slash episodes. You'll see them all by category. It's super easy to find what you're looking for, but sorry, enough for the plug there. But yeah, just continue to, to study, learn what is available to you and how can you get better? How can you be different? How could you stand out? And how do you bring the attendees that are at the show into your world to experience your product, experience your service in some way so that when they leave, you have new opportunities. Like Steve said, over 600 leads that came from this that he is following up on. I'm sure some of those are going to be small. Some of them are huge. And, uh, but that's the beauty and the, the magic of, of a trade show and what can possibly happen. Steve, if people want to find out more about Nisoni and, and these amazing faucets and see for themselves, what, what do they do? Very easy, Jim. Just go to nasoni.com. N-A-S-O-N-I.com is our website. And right now they're on sale on Wayfair. So you can just go to Wayfair and type Nasoni, type the, the name Nasoni. And they come from the Nasoni Fountains of Rome. So if you're ever on YouTube, just type in Nasoni and Rome. And, and you'll see that's the, the history of the name. We talk about that on our website as well, our story. But it comes from the, it was 1872. If you saw the movie Eat, Pray, Love with Julia Roberts, she drank from a Nasoni fountain in Rome. So we have an old world charm to our, our faucets. But uh, yeah, we're on all of those. We're also on social media. But you go to our website, it'll take you to all the social media links. Steve, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for all that you you've, you do are doing for the planet and the people that are going to be benefiting from your product, which is just just amazing. 
And thanks for coming on and, and really sharing your, the tips with everyone. Please go listen to this again, everybody, because there's some great, great tips and advice here. Thanks so much, Steve. Jim, thank you. And, and again, thanks for all you do. Because if, again, we wouldn't have the success we had if I had to work with you in preparation for it. Well, I appreciate that. So everyone go over to tradeshowu.biz slash episodes and you'll see all every single episode there, all 140 plus episodes. And they're all by categories. You could find exactly what you're looking for uh, very, very quickly. Keep learning, keep planning, get creative, stand out, be different. I can go on all day, but just keep coming back here each week to Trade Show University. We'll see you next time. Now, I know you got some great information out of that interview. Wow, what a great success story. If you found value in this episode or if you found value in any of our episodes, I ask that you help support Trade Show University. Help me keep these interviews and episodes coming. And my request for you is to buy me a coffee. <laughs> buy me a coffee is a website that allows you to make a quick donation what you would spend on a coffee, make a quick donation here to Trade Show University and keep the value coming. All I have to do is go to buymeacoffee.com slash trade show you. That's buymeacoffee.com slash trade show the letter U. Leave me a note, leave a donation from the bottom of my heart. Greatly appreciate it. Keep binging, keep enjoying all this free content and then get over to buymeacoffee.com slash trade show you.